Start your day with a daily tip presented by BetMGM. Featuring Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. Once again, another marriage proposal gone wrong at the Islanders game where a dude with his shirt off decided to kneel and propose marriage to his girlfriend and she immediately ran off and then he just went back to his seat and had a sip of beer, which looked terrible. If you're going to propose to someone, I would recommend maybe not doing it that way. But also... You never know if stuff like that is real or not. That's the one thing now, because everybody wants to be on social media and everyone wants likes and retweets and reposts or whatever. I see stuff like that, and now I hate how cynical I am when I see it. Like, "Mm, if you really loved a woman and if you thought it was a good play and she ran off, would you just go back to your seat? I'm very, very skeptical of that. The Daily Tip, weekday morning, 6 to 9 Eastern, on the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Sports bettors wrap up your day with BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, starring Ryan Horvath and Trista Crick on the BetQL Network. That's the one when I yeah. look into your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Did you sing that to Amanda? Yeah. There, she's she listening right now. No, she he's lo- never around. He's <laughs> watching <laughs> college football. And when you, he sending well, voice that, notes? That I do. <laughs> when you're needing your space. He loves it. That's to amazing. watch Florida State fall on the face. You know what I who I like a lot is Carrie Underwood. I like Wait, her. I like that song she does. Waiting all day for Sunday <laughs> night. Yeah. yeah we hey, do. Jack, it's a fact. She was not expecting I was that. Ready for a real <laughs> yeah, I know you were. I was too. I was, I was like, like oh, I see where he's going. When the Cowboys meet the Eagles <laughs> on Sunday night. BetMGM tonight, 7 to 11 Eastern from the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Check out BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. With the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. All right, so if we don't want to get on board the Giants or Jets yet, there's another team that won again yesterday that maybe it is time to get on board with. And that's the Seattle Seahawks with Pete Carroll. <laughs> and we talked about them before the season, maybe the worst roster in football, right? Or up there, right? We had that discussion. They won again. In Los Angeles against the Chargers. Geno Smith, Peter King this morning says he's top five for MVP. And it's hard to say no. <laughs> I mean, he's playing the uh-huh. best ball of his life. And Kenneth Walker, you know what? They lost Rashad Penny. He's a good running back. Walker's better. Of the three teams we just hit on, Joe, I think the Seahawks are the one. They've got a chance. And that division is weird right now. The 49ers and Rams are both not great in this moment. The Seahawks got a chance to make the playoffs. BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth, presented by BetMGM. 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Get locked into You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. With Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. I don't know who's good, and that's really awesome. I mean, that's what made the weekend so fun. Like, I'm, I'm leaving that weekend questioning everything about who's going to win the college football national championship, who's even going to go to the playoff, who's going to win the Heisman Trophy, who's going to win the Super Bowl if it's not Buffalo. You Better You Bet, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern from the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Fantasy football leagues are won on the waiver wire and with trades and with savvy starter sit decisions. The Fantasy Football Today podcast will help you along the way with the best advice on how to manage your team and dominate your league. With eight episodes per week, Fantasy Football Today is the only resource you'll need. Start sit, grade the trade, fantasy cops to settle your league disputes, and so much more. Check out Fantasy Football Today anywhere podcasts are found.
And now it's time for Back to the Futures on the BetQL Network with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague. Presented by BetMGM. All right, welcome in. Brandon Sprague here. Lucy Burge on the East Coast. Back to the Futures here. On the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you find your podcasts or listening live, thank you for tuning in for yet another edition of Back to the Futures. We will play Guess the Lines at some point. Give you a quick update in the World Series as we got an even series heading back to Philadelphia. Uh, But Lucy, good evening. How is the weekend treating you? Any uh, Halloween festivities paired with some gambling festivities? How are we feeling? Good evening, Sprague. A lot of Halloween festivities this weekend. Friday night, I went as courtroom L. Woods from Legally Blonde, where she dressed in the pink dress when she saved the day and solved the murder case. And then as uh, every hero would, like Elle Wood, she is my hero. Um, And then Saturday night, last night, I went as costume party Elle Wood. So I was the costume of Elle Woods at the costume party that she was unknowingly invited to a regular party. They told her it was a costume party. Um, and she dressed as a like a like a bunny of sorts. Mm-hmm. So I dressed as that. But that was in that movie the night she stood up for herself and she said, "I'm not going to let people. I mean, people should take me seriously, and I'm going to be the best lawyer you've ever seen in your life." So that movie is inspiring. So I am just going to be every version of Elle Woods and Halloween's going forward because it was a lot of fun. Betting wise, not as much fun. But uh, I will live off the memories of El Woods. <laughs> the Lions, the Roar Boys did not come through for us this weekend, Sprague. Oh, the Roar Boys are yeah. killing us. Also, the Jets, Patriots. Pa- I have Packers plus 10 and a half, so I'm waiting on that. So, uh, yeah, World Series bets went way better. I was three for three in uh, game two, so that was exciting. Um, there you go. Yeah, uh, I, I might have to wear that El Woods rabbit costume for every game of the World Series because as soon as I put that on, all my bets hit. So I think that might actually, with the ears and everything, I might have to, to do that. How was your weekend's break? <laughs> it was great. I, you made me just think of something here. So sports-wise, you said you know you were costume Elle Woods at the, at the party that wasn't a costume party, and that's when she changed everything, right? She studied harder. She got better grades. She became a real lawyer. Did you maybe – are you trying to, like, symbolize that this is your turning point as a gambler? That maybe identify like lines better or you bet more than a dollar when you bet. Like, is that kind of the, the, the same comp that we can go with here? That like, hey, now Lucy is turning a corner here. Maybe it wasn't today. Maybe it'll start when the Packers cover this number. They're already down 14 nothing. But is this the symbolism that Lucy Burge is now a better gambler because she wore that same costume? Yes, it definitely is. If you look at my World Series bets, which we are not going to look at anything else but those currently, yes, that is what that means. That I'm going to start putting, you know, maybe ten dollars on bets, maybe maybe okay. fifteen dollars, and and be, you know, maybe increase my winnings more and just buckle down on that. And like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna div- put my money where my mouth is more so than I was before. One dollar, gonna up that. A well, bit. let's. Uh... Let's let's talk about this a little bit here in terms of bets and where people went today because maybe you didn't get off to a great start. But I'm, I, I want to start with some of the favorites here. We, we actually, you know, our producer Zach puts this as top three teams in NFC all make statements. And the top three teams he lists are Philadelphia. And he's got notes here as they route the Steelers. They were 11 and a half point favorites at closing. They easily cover the number. Uh, Christian McCaffrey and the great day he had, he became the first player since 2005 to throw for a touchdown, run for a touchdown 
and catch a touchdown in the same game. The Niners obliterate the Rams. And then he notes that Tony Pollard kind of showed that he's maybe the pseudo best back in Dallas and that he should be getting the carries, not Zeke. And Jerry Jones says, no, 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 no. Things are going to go back when Zeke gets healthy, even though Pollard looked really good. I guess I'll ask you this. Do you agree with Zach's statement? Are these Were these the top three teams in the NFC? Because I'm thinking about this, and the Falcons won at home in overtime. They lead their division. And the Seahawks are actually the division leader in the NFC West. It's not the 49ers. Yeah. So I ask you, Lucy, are the Niners, the Eagles, and the Cowboys indeed to you also the three top uh, three teams in the NFC? I would say based on what we saw today, based on records, yeah, I would say they are. I mean, you, it's, it's after what we saw today, it is, it's tough to argue these are the top three teams right now, for sure. And going forward, maybe. But I think right now they definitely are. Okay. So the Seahawks, who are 5-3, and three, and I know they lost to the Niners already, but the, the Seahawks are leading that division. Yeah, they They're lead not the NFC And they beat the, they beat the Giants today, who are a better team than the right. Rams. See, this is what was so surprising. Like the, I almost took the Giants today because I thought, oh, the Giants are on a roll. They can't lose. So, yes, but yeah. then I did not. That I did not. That did not. Oh, also the London game, I did okay in that. I was uh, one and one, but it, that's beside okay. me. Um, <laughs> just to throw that in there, I did win one bet today, <laughs> everybody. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, the, the, you look at the standings and who's leading which divisions, and it's a little shocking. I mean, the, the Buccaneers – I don't, I don't know what to make. We'll get to that. I don't know what to make of the Buccaneers right now, but they might not even make the playoffs the way they're going. So the teams that are leading the divisions were not the teams that I thought potentially would be leading the divisions right now, but they are. And the, the Seahawks are right up there. They are making a name for themselves and they are, they are Elwoodsing yeah. it and showing they are for real. A lot of teams Elwoods it today and showed, you know what? We are, we are for real. Christian McCaffrey did that. We are for real. I am for real. This team is on my back. But I think the Seahawks are right up there with, like, you know, the Vikings and and teams like that. But I think these top – if you're looking at top three, I'd say these are three solid ones. Well, you mentioned the Vikings. That's another team not kind of included in this category, right? And they they get a win today, and so they beat Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, who, look, they're not amazing, but they get another win, and – They've only lost one time. I, I want to ask you about Philly. They're 7-0. They play Houston on Thursday night football. They route Pittsburgh as a big favorite. They they routed Dallas when they played them. Um, where are we at on Philly? Is Philly in the same sphere for you as Kansas City-Buffalo? Would you put them? Because it feels like Kansas City-Buffalo-Lucy are in this top tier where it's yes. like they're going to duke it out, and many are going to say that's the Super Bowl whenever they play. And then it feels like there's everybody else. Do you put Philly in that category or does Philly need to show you maybe more through the regular season and, or even win a playoff game before you put them there? I would put them there right now for this season because they are seven and oh, they are, they are as many players who, when they lose or they win, they say, you know, it's really hard to win. Like Mac Jones said, it's really hard to win a game in the national football league. The Eagles have not lost one this season. That is really tough to do and so when you think of the chiefs you think of the bills they are powerhouses the optics are such that and and reality is such that they are powerhouses and you always equate them with the playoffs with with winning and with just being powerhouses the eagles i'd say are right right there right now 
you got Sirianni as the coach, so I don't know what that optic-wise does in terms of equating them with powerhouses and their systems, but their systems are working, and I would put them right up there with the Bills and the Chiefs. Yeah, okay. All right, I think that's fair. I think what Philadelphia has shown us, stout defense, PFF's top three offensive lines in the NFL, Jalen Hurts, I mean, look, A.J. Brown gets a lot of the attention for the catching Jalen Hurts threw three balls that, like, if Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Rodgers, you know, the the Bradys, the likes of those guys, if they make that same throw, I don't know if we're talking about the receiver. Whereas, like, it's reversed when A.J. Brown does it. Because A.J. Brown's the $100 million quarter, or wide receiver, excuse me. He was traded here. He, he You know, he's the big addition to the team. And it's worked really well. It's one of the best situations I think we've seen offseason acquisition wise but Jalen Hurts for me I I don't know I think he's proving like you don't know who a guy is right in Alabama it was uh, a guy who can't really throw the football he's a runner gets replaced by Tua they win the national championships goes to Oklahoma and shows oh no he can throw the football gets drafted by Philly comes in they make the wild card but they're not that great of a team they get absolutely housed and nobody comes into the season with this hey Jalen Hurts is this and that and they're seven and oh and so I think it's just a wild transformation of a player that many weren't sure he could even throw his, you know, his second to last year in college to he's now one of the preemptive quarterbacks in the National Football League. Philly's got every recipe you would want to win a Super Bowl. Every single thing you would check off on a box, they've got elite quarterback play right now, check. Coaching, check. Offensive line, check. Stout defense, check. Like, and they keep going and they win every week. And so I yeah. think it's fair and absolutely respectable for what they are and what they've been to put them in that same conversation. Absolutely. And if they keep winning, there are odds out there for teams to go undefeated this season. At what point does that conversation start beginning? When do the Eagles lose? Who can beat them? Who can beat the Eagles? Are they, what if they're 10 and 0 at some point? I mean, they're playing the Packers at the end of November. Could that be the game they lose finally? But you know, is it going to be? Could they be an undefeated team this season? Seven and zero is impressive. We're not. I'm not yeah. going to put that. I mean, it's we're not halfway through the season quite yet, but I mean, they haven't lost a game, so they are yep. the Astros in the playoffs before the World Series began, which is impressive. You look at the the records of teams, and suddenly you're like, wait a minute, they're seven and zero. They have a better record than than so many teams you thought would be better, like the Bills, like the Chiefs like the Buccaneers who the Patriots now have a better record than the Buccaneers with two quarterbacks in a chaotic situation. <laughs> and so this season has been so much of surprises and so many things that you didn't think would happen. Teams are, are not who we thought they were for good or for bad. And to have a team that is seven and all right now, at some point that conversation should start happening. When are the Eagles yeah. going to lose? Are they going to Super Bowl team? They are well in the Super Bowl conversation right now. All right, I'm going to rattle off a quick schedule for them real quick. I want you to pinpoint, yeah. and then I want to move on to another thing I, I, we have to talk about today. So yeah. you say when they're going to lose. I want you to try to pinpoint the game right now. They have Thursday night football at Houston. Houston is awful. Yeah. They are yeah. then at home against Washington. They are then at Colts, Packers at home, Titans at home, at Giants, at Bears, at Cowboys. Do you see a loss anywhere on that schedule that I just rattled off? I mean, the Packers. I mean, I, I'm i going to wait to see if the Packers are still any good. I'm going to wait to see how they do tonight, which probably isn't well. But the way the okay. Packers are playing, the Eagles could escape that with a win. And that's the only team that I – I mean, maybe the Colts I, – I think 
could the Eagles still be uh, lossless at that point? It's, I think it's a very real possibility. They can get through November without losing. See, and this is the fun thing about football this year, and, and largely this is what the NFL kind of always gives us. I, I immediately go, okay, they'll win Thursday. They're huge favorites. I don't know if I think they'll cover. I would look at the game at home against the commies. Like the Washington commies can play a little Ooh. defense. They can ugly it up. Taylor Heineke pulling out a game in Indy today out of the who yeah. knows where. Terry McLaurin pulling down a ball from Stephon Gilmore. The hometown kid comes home and ruins it. At Colts is maybe a trap situation. Green Bay at home, like, you might be right. Maybe they go through November. It's just wild. Like Philadelphia's sitting here 7-0, and and we're asking when are they going to lose because of how good they've looked every single week. It's it's pretty remarkable. Let's let's bring up this, the NFC South, as Tom Brady and Giselle officially announced their divorce. Hmm. Um, and it's just not gone well for Tom Brady. I mean, Baltimore goes in there on Thursday, and the second half was just a bloodbath. They just beat him down. And Tom Brady's not look good. Many people pointing to the divorce as a distraction part. But I keep resting on the, well, Tom Brady and the Bucks will win the division. The division's not good. And then I watched Carolina-Atlanta today. And, Lucy, it was it was the most entertaining football game of the day. There's not even a debate for yeah. me. Of the season. And, game of the year. Uh, maybe of the season. DJ Moore gets maybe the go-ahead touchdown. And he's so, you know, emotional. He rips his helmet off and he spikes it down. And, you know, there you go. And it costs them. They go to overtime and they lose. Young Waku gets the game-winning field goal. Are are we gonna, are we looking at the two teams going to win the division? Like, are, are, or the Saints? By the way, the Saints beat the Raiders. They held them scoreless all day. So it's like, if you're to kind of evaluate this, is Tampa and Tom Brady the worst team in that division that's not very good? This is a very real possibility they are the worst team in the division. Because I wow. don't know if they're going to get better. They, the Buccaneers are in a free fall right now. And I wouldn't put it all on Tom Brady. And that's the scary thing. Because you look at Tom Brady's numbers. Really? You, you wouldn't put doing. it on Tom Brady? He has been. Okay, so Tom Brady's numbers and his actual playing is not that bad. He, it's the team around him is failing him. And, I mean, maybe that has something to do with Tom Brady. Maybe because he he kicked out Bruce Arians and he's trying to decide who the coach is and the coach has something to do with how the team on the field is playing. Maybe the the whole situation is discombobulated because they don't have their core in Brady, whose mind is elsewhere. But I take the over on his passing prop every week, and it hits the over pretty much every week. He is not playing as badly as the team looks, he himself, but the rest of the team kind of a disaster and as someone who has watched Tom Brady's whole career it is really sad to see that he's not having fun he's not playing as well as he used to he's old but you know it's things happen but it's it's kind of sad to see I think the Buccaneers it's fair to say they're the worst team in the division right now yeah it's it's just crazy they're not playing good football that's for sure uh Carolina and Atlanta were that was a fun game I was already talking myself into getting ready to bet at Carolina on the, on you know maybe it's a divisional winner it's like why not like the way they're playing PJ Walker slinging it around we have a lot more to get into we'll give you an update on the World Series uh, Lucy will play guess the lines where you usually kick my butt and we got flux capacitor we got a loaded show and a lot to get to back to the future's back with more on the back you on that. Back to the Futures. We'll be back with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.
Start your day with a daily tip presented by BetMGM. Featuring Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. Who are the teams you want in your portfolio right now? I am going to go with some tried and true Dow Industrial teams here, okay? I'm going with the Bills number one. I'm going with teams where you know what you're going to get, right? I'm going to go with the Bills. They're 5-1 and one this year. They're 4-1-1 one and one against the number. You have to be careful because you are, I mean, you're laying big numbers with the Bills right now. Aren't they, what, 11 and a half point favorites against the Packers? Is that a real number? I don't know if I buy that, but I do know one thing. I can rely on Josh Allen producing. I can rely on Stephon Diggs getting it done. A longest reception prop. I can rely on that Bills defense tightening up. One of the best defenses in the NFL. The Daily Tip. Weekday morning, 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Get locked into You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. With Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. We'll play the three superstars on the over, and then as a total, play the under. First game jitters, I don't see how this thing goes over. So those are my bets, and a lot of my friends listen to your guys' show, and they text me, and they always text me gifs of money after I win money for them. So make sure <laughs> all my buddies out there get those bets in, all right? Those are the ones that I like today. So, Scal, just to be clear, your friends listen to us like, when you are not on or only when you're on? Like, they like the show even if you're not on it? No. They listen all the time, but they love when I'm on. Let's just say that. It's free money. You know okay. what I mean? Robbie Rasmussen, also known as number 84. Guy. He's yeah. just number 84. Yeah, 84. But, you know, yeah. Robbie Rasmussen, 84. of course. We all know yeah. Robbie Rasmussen. We love 84. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to you, number 84. <laughs> you better you bet. 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern from the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Sports bettors wrap up your day with BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, starring Ryan Horvath and Trista Crick on the BetQL Network. That's the one when I yeah. look into your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Did you sing that to Amanda? Yeah. There, she's she listening right now. No, she he's lo- never around. He's <laughs> watching <laughs> college football. And when he's sending well, voice that, notes. That I do. <laughs> when you're needing your space. He loves it. That's to amazing. watch Florida State fall on the face. You know what I who I like a lot is Carrie Underwood. I like Wait, her. I like that song she does. Waiting all day for Sunday <laughs> night. Yeah. yeah we hey, do. Jack, it's a fact. She was not expecting that. I was ready that. for a real song. <laughs> yeah, I know you were. I was too. I was, like, I was like, what's oh, I see where he's going. When the Cowboys meet the Eagles <laughs> on Sunday night. BetMGM tonight, 7 to 11 Eastern from the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Grab your flux capacitor and let's go back to the futures with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. All right, welcome back in. Back to the futures here. Brandon Sprague, Lucy Burge with you here on the BetQL Network. The Odyssey app. Are you listening live throughout the country? Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Or if you listen to the podcast, thank you for the support as well. Uh, We have a lot more to get into today. We'll give you a World Series uh, primer. Uh, did we? God, I, I hate doing on-air producing. Did we just? Did we want to discuss it now for a couple minutes? Or you want to get to the third? Let's segment? do it right now. Right. Let's do it for a couple minutes, and then we can do. Okay, uh, we do it for a couple line. minutes. Okay, that's good. Zach's got a bunch of games. We're gonna rattle off. We'll go through. Uh, let's dive into this. So, on Friday, or no, it would have been Thursday. Yeah, it would have been Thursday. So Thursday yeah. on my radio show out here, we did a we hate Houston parlay, 
And what oh, that was okay. was the Houston Rockets played the Portland Trailblazers. And then the Houston Astros were hosting, obviously, the World Series, the Philadelphia Phillies. So we hammered Blazers' money line, parlayed it with Phillies' money line, and it, 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 it won. The Phillies came back from 5 nothing. You know, Verlander blows a 5 nothing lead. Uh, Astros had never lost a game with a 5 nothing lead. Like, Verlander now, by the way, I think is 0-7 oh in oh the World Series. Six. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, I, think, he, I think it's 0-7. Oh a World Series, I think yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Seven in the World Series. Awful. He's just awful. He had five runs support. He couldn't hold it. Uh, they come back. They tie the series. So now they go back to Philly. Lucy, where are you at on this series? Like, do you think, okay, Philly took the game. They did what they were supposed to. You lean Philly. Is this going to be a seven-game series to you? Like, where are you at on the World Series as it heads back to Philadelphia for game three tomorrow? So I took the Astros to win the World Series back at the beginning of the postseason, even before the postseason. So I am sticking with that. I am sticking with the Astros to win the World Series, but I kind of thought maybe they would sweep. Kyle Tucker wants this series Mm. over as soon as possible. He wanted four games. That's not happening. I think, and as the series began, I thought it's either going to be four games or it's going to be seven games. And after seeing what Philly did in game one, they have some fight in them. They have some dog in them. So I think this they could take this series to seven games and give the Astros a run for their money. But the Astros, I think, will ultimately win the World Series. But I think the Phillies will take them to, to game seven. I think it that that's a real possibility now that they the series is tied up, which is exciting. I don't I, I kind of didn't want to I wanted a sweep, but also didn't because I love game sevens. It's the two greatest words in all of sports. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think it's going to be Astros in seven. Uh, so the pitching matchup tomorrow is McCullers versus Syndergaard. So that's our game three matchup. Game four on Tuesday will be ha- Christian Javier and Ranger Suarez. I I feel like this is going seven games. Uh, the updated Astro or updated World Series odds: the Astros is the favorite at minus one seventy, and Phillies at plus one forty five. So there's some gambling angles for you, uh, some of you out there. I think this is going seven. I do. I think these two yeah. teams are pretty evenly matched. Uh, as Zach notes in the box, I was going to get to this. Phillies are 5-0 and at home in the playoffs so far. It's a madhouse in Philadelphia. They thrive off that crowd. Uh, we had a Philly broadcaster outside of Houston saying, that crowd was awful. They were terrible. They weren't even loud for those games. And we'll see. We'll see what they can do in Philly. But I think this series is definitely going seven. It just feels yeah. like pretty two evenly matched teams, one hot team and one incredibly talented team. I, who comes up big in pitching? I don't know. Like Houston stud blue game one, so exactly, I guess we'll just exactly. Wait you see. don't know because Verlander. You look at the stats though. You look at on paper, you're like, oh Verlander. I took the over on his strikeouts. It was over five and a half. I took the over. He had five, so it wasn't like I mean he wasn't great, but he still had five strikeouts, but still hit the under by one, yeah. which was really disappointing. So if he had even just hit the over, I would have been happy. But no. If he fell apart in the world, it's something about the World Series. And, he, and Verlander is is a stud. He's one of the, the best pitchers going, and he can't get it together in the World Series still, which is wild. So you, you, the Phillies are, are for real. They're, they are putting up a fight here, and that's, again, why I also think it will be seven games. All right, uh, let's bring in Zach as we will we'll recap some of this stuff. Maybe the series is over by the time we do the show next week, but we'll let you know and <laughs> if it's still going. We'll obviously talk about it. But uh, Zach, let's bring you on. Let's guess the lines. I at this point, it's a, a a prayer for me because Lucy just dominates me in this segment. And so, what we Go. do here for new listeners: guess the lines. Zach will throw out a game, insert team versus team, 
and we'll see what we can what we think Vegas is thinking for this game at the start uh, of the matchup. So Zach, you kick it off. All right, this is going to be the big uh, Sunday 425 Eastern game next week, a playoff rematch. The Buccaneers, they're going to be at home again. We know they need this game. They're going to be hosting, though, another pretty desperate team, the L.A. Rams. If you remember, the Rams knocked the Buccaneers out of the postseason last year. So, Lucy, I'll start off with you. Uh, Rams at Buccaneers next week. Guess the line. Okay, so Buccaneers are at home. So I think they will be favored, even though they're a disaster. I'm going to say Buccaneers minus one. What I hate about this game is when somebody steals. Yeah, I was going to go one. Ooh, I Look, Cooper Cup is a question mark. He got limped off last two minutes. He had an ankle injury. I don't know if we've gotten any update on that. If we have, throw it in the chat. But uh, Cooper Cup might not play. We'll have to, warrant, we'll have to monitor that. If there's no Cooper Cup, like I'm just taking Tampa out of desperation. These two teams are so banged up and just not playing good football. I'll just price is right shift. Tampa Bay minus one and a half. Sprig, you're off to a good start because the Buccaneers open as a three point favorite over the Rams. Yes. Whoa. Wow. Okay. Okay. Jeez. Right. Oh no. Is that too much? Dig myself out now. I don't know if that's too much. I, I if Cooper Cup's playing, I would. Want to lean Rams and hope actually that line gets up to three and a half. I take a hook. Buffalo, by the way, just scored a touchdown, uh, marched down right. the field. They're going to go up 21 to seven without a minute 50 in the second quarter. Okay. Speaking of Buffalo, <laughs> they're in the next game. They will be going to New York next week, taking on the Jets in the AFC East. Sprague, I'll start with you. Bills at yeah. Jets next week. Yeah, I'm going to assume Buffalo takes care of business tonight and hope the Packers still cover the 11 and a half I got them at. Um, but that being said, Zach Wilson's awful. I, I mean, you're a Jets fan, Zach. I don't. I know you're a Zach, but you've got to hate Zach Wilson at this point. It's not looking good. I don't know if you can definitively say he's cooked, but it's not great. I will take Buffalo as a 10 and a half point favorite. Ooh. Well, Zach Wilson does spell it differently. So I think our Zach is better and spells it the right way. So yes, Zach does. Wilson can still be terrible and suck. <laughs> I, okay, Bill's definitely favored uh, in New Jersey. I will say, I'm going to say Bill's minus 10. Oh, damn it. <laughs> okay, the Bill's open as a 10 and a half point favorite. Oh, oh no. Let's go. Nailed it. We'll see. The Packers and I are not having a great night. <laughs> yeah, we'll see uh, this if difficult. this line moves at all. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll we, should, we should have betting lines on who's going to win. Guess the lines. Yeah. So oh, it, it would never be great for me. <laughs> well, After, uh, yeah, the Bills Packers game. But anyway, two nothing Sprague, uh, two nothing lead for Sprague. Will uh, good start for him. We'll get to the next game, and this is an intriguing game next week. The Vikings. They're a team we spoke a little bit about earlier. They're going on the road, taking on another team that. All of a sudden, really out of nowhere, has been playing some pretty good football. They've won three in a row. They're going to Washington to take on the Commanders. So Vikings at Commanders next week. Uh, Lucy, I'll start with you. Guess the line. All right, I'm going to say Vikings favored, road favorite. Uh, Vikings minus three. Uh, I'm going to say Vikings minus four. Wow. So uh, Spray hit it on the money in the game before, but Lucy comes right back and hits it on the money herself. Oh, like, yes! Or minus yes! Look at this! See, you see Crest you could, SOB. You could live bet me at minus 300 to win wow. this game. 
Man. Yeah, Chicago saying yes. would have been Lucy minus two and a half. Yeah, I mean, that's Come back begins. All right, here we go. <laughs> Are we buying Washington right now? They've won three games in a row. Taylor Heineke, he's looking better than Carson Wentz. Do we give Washington a chance in this game next week? Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I yeah. think Minnesota – well, look, Minnesota's susceptible. Like, they shouldn't have beaten Detroit. Let's not overlook Minnesota's faults here. Like, their record shows that they're a good team. But I think when you watch their games, they're mildly frustrating, if not extremely frustrating. They blow leads. Um, you know, they're, they never really pull away and bury a team. They did it today against Arizona, Chicago, Detroit. Like, they're either coming back or they're blowing a lead. And so, yeah, why not? Like, Washington – Carolina, um, I think about another place, but like uh, Seattle, like what have we seen with those three teams this year? They're all better with their backup quarterbacks. Like that's what's remarkable is Taylor Heineke is a better quarterback right now than Carson Wentz. So yeah, Washington absolutely has a chance here. Yeah, especially because you never know what's going to happen this season. Like you just, everything that Mm -hmm. it's all like backwards and bizarre and the the commanders could win any game possible, even though they, they might stink. We'll jump into the college ranks next. This is going to be another big game next week. College game day will be there in the SEC. Tennessee, I think they have a legitimate argument to be the number one team in the country right now. They're going on the road to the actual number one ranked team in the country, Georgia. So, Sprague, I'll start with you. This could be a game that determines the fate of the college football playoff in the SEC. Tennessee at Georgia. Guess the one. It's a tough one. I Hmm. If Tennessee didn't have the Bama win, I'd go pretty big here. I still kind of want to go double digits. I'm going to say Georgia favored Georgia minus 12 and a half. Okay. I'm going to go also Georgia favored, but go lower. I'm going to go tell you right now. Going lower. Georgia minus, I'm going to go minus four. Wow. That's a lot of respect. So this was one of these games where the line opened and it moved uh, one way really big. Georgia opened as an 11.5-point favorite, but since it has actually moved all the way down to 8.5, Georgia is currently an 8.5-point favorite right now. So if we do the math, I do believe Lucy gets that, right? She wait, 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 wait. What did it, what did it open at? What did it so open it at? at? It opened at 11.5, but right now it was bet all the way down to 8.5. So it's We're going to have to go judge here. Are we doing current lines or opening lines? What are we doing here? Ooh. I think we're. I think it's current. Current, right? current now, lines. Yeah, and now I want Zach investigated. I think he's laid but money still, on Lucy minus two and a half. I'm still trying to do this math. Because you said, you said Georgia minus Twelve 11. and a half. Twelve and no, a half. No, I said twelve and a half. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So Brady's if we're doing four, current. half a point, Lucy takes it. <laughs> There we go. Wow. There we go. Look at this. That's, Look at this. Yeah, I, I'm with Rick. It. This is a draw. I got it at the opening line, and now you're you're changing rules here because Ooh. you want to see me lose. It's the funny thing that happens on the show every week. All right, fine. Lucy this gets is it. Unsportsmanlike conduct. I think that's a penalty. So I get <laughs> taunting. The points yeah. Here. <laughs> taunting. <All right>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> go ahead, Zach. We'll go to another game in the college ranks, and I think this team. They're probably going to end up making the playoff, but once they get there, I can't wait to bet against them because I think their success has a lot to do with the conference they're in. That's Clemson, but they actually have what some people might consider a challenge next week. They're going on the road to Notre Dame. The last time they went to Notre Dame, they actually lost there. So when we look at uh, Clemson-Notre Dame, we will guess the line. Lucy, I'll start with you. What do you think? 
Ooh, okay. Considering they lost their last, mm, I still think Clemson will be favored, but I want to say Clemson minus three. Clemson at Notre Dame. Last time they played their DJ had a great game. Clemson's fraudulent. Um, mm-hmm. Clemson minus seven, and I'm going to want to bet Notre Dame if that line gets higher. Wow. So this is just like the last game we mentioned where it's the line started one way and moved all the way down. So Clemson <laughs> opened as a six-and-a-half-point favorite, but since – it's been bet all the way down to minus three and a half. So literally in the same situation, Lucy gets the point again. Clemson minus This is ridiculous. Oh, we need to go to the rules goodness. committee. We we need to go to the rules committee. It I should be the need, opening line. We need a rules review, I think, before the next game. So this yeah. game is is uh, is going very well, actually. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We could play the game in an hour and the line already be different. Like, what are we doing here? Oh, this is Damn great. It. <laughs> Damn it. All right. I'm nailing One the lines, and you're not giving them to me. Well, those are the previous ones. We are in current times right now. And it's the current ridiculous. line says. <laughs> it's ridiculous. No time but the present spring. <laughs> Alabama, they're going on the road to LSU. This is a night game. We know weird things happen at Baton Rouge in night uh, at night. So, Sprague, I'll toss it over to you to end it here. Yeah. Alabama at LSU next week. Guess the line. Alabama at LSU. I'm going to say Alabama minus 15. Okay. I'm going to say Alabama favored. I'm going to go a little lower. Alabama, Um, I'm going to say minus 10. Wow. So Alabama opens as a 12 and a half point favorite. Lucy gets the points again to wrap it. There's no, there's no live update. No, no, current no. odds? Is that the current odds? They have not moved. No. Oh, look yep. at this. That's ridiculous. What a no stupid movement. game. We're done playing this game. I, you just this came back and game, beat me. This is a game we will never stop playing. It is the official game of the show, and it is the greatest game I've ever Unbelievable. partaken in. So, so, Unbelievable. Uh, yes. You just won three straight to, me, to close once that again. <laughs> Boo. Boo you. Yes. And what a lovely Zach. evening. <laughs> All right, good stuff there, Zach, with Guess the Lines. Uh, Our Flux Capacitor bet, looking into the futures, and uh, some more NFL chatta as we uh, wrap it up here, Back to the Future, giving an update on Sunday Night Football as well. Back to the Futures, Lucy Birch, Brendan Sprague, back with you here, BetQL Network. Join us. Back to the Futures. We'll be back with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Start your day with a daily tip presented by BetMGM. Featuring Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. Once again, another marriage proposal gone wrong at the Islanders game where a dude with his shirt off decided to kneel and propose marriage to his girlfriend and she immediately ran off and then he just went back to his seat and had a sip of beer, which looked terrible. If you're going to propose to someone, I would recommend maybe not doing it that way. But also... 
you never know if stuff like that is real or not. That's the one thing now because everybody wants to be on social media and everyone wants likes and retweets and reposts or whatever. I see stuff like that and now I hate how cynical I am when I see it like mm, if you really loved a woman and if you thought it was a good play and she ran off, would you just go back to your seat? I'm very, very skeptical of that. The Daily Tip, weekday morning 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Get locked into You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. With Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. So play the three superstars on the over, and then as a total, play the under. First game jitters, I don't see how this thing goes over. So those are my bets, and a lot of my friends listen to your guys' show, and they text me, and they always text me gifs of money after I win money for them. So make sure <laughs> all my buddies out there get those bets in, all right? Those are the ones that I like today. So, Scal, just to be clear, your friends listen to us like when you are not on or only when you're on? Like they like the show even if you're not on it? No. They listen all the time, but they love when I'm on. Let's just say that. And, and, it's free money. You okay. know what I mean? Robbie Rasmussen, also known as number 84. He's yeah. just number 84. Yeah, 84. But Rob, you know yeah. Robbie Rasmussen, 84. of course. We all know yeah. Robbie Rasmussen. We love 84. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to you, number 84. <laughs> you better you bet 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern from the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Check out BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. So here's where I watched the Phillies win the pennant. Outside Terminal C at the Philadelphia airport. Get out! Sitting in the car right there. My my family drove me. My flight was scheduled for (gasps) 745. So at like 6 o'clock, I'm like, I got... If the game went to extra innings, I was going to have to go in and like start the process of, of going to the like to the plane. So we're dri- driving there. So we we got in the car and it was when the inning happened with the rain where Dominguez gave up the run, the wild pitches. So they went from leading when we got in the car to trailing. So we got in the car and I was like, yeah, we're probably, I'm probably just going to turn around because they're going to win this game. Then they gave up the lead. I'm like, all right, I'm going. And then we're driving there and we park in front of the terminal and Bryce Harper is all right. I'm like, all right, I'm not going anymore. Oh, wow. <laughs> BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth, presented by BetMGM. 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Grab your flux capacitor and let's go back to the future with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. All right, welcome back in. Back to the features here, Brandon Sprague, Lucy Burge. Got a lot more to get to. Uh, our flux capacitor segment, a a bet you want to make if you're looking at the futures boards. I'm trying to look up the odds of one that I want to lay. And I'll be honest with you, I'm piggybacking off of a um, a coworker here on the BetQL network on it. But I, I watched the team play today, and I kind of thought, yeah, it might be time to lay a bet on this guy. And so I'll give you an update on that. I, I did want to get your thoughts, Lucy. You're over in Boston, and they came into New York as a three-point favorite. I thought it was pretty telling. Zach is our local Jets fan, and he mentioned that like this is the biggest game for the Jets in a decade, that there was something about beating the Patriots who have just absolutely outright owned the Jets. I think yes. they've won like 12 straight or something crazy, like just yes. an obscene amount. They play twice a year, so that kind of sh- shows you all you need to know. But um, I, I thirteen I, after today. Thirteen, thank you. Yeah, I was I was trying to wrap my brain thank around exactly. that one. 
Zach Wilson did not play well, and I'm curious no. where you're at. Like, New England gets the win. Mac Jones also did not play all that well either. And so, like, Correct. where you're at on New England and the Jets and how to feel about the Jets losing the way they did today. Yes. Oh my goodness, Spring. So I had the Jets plus three coming into this game because I did not coming into this trust the Patriots still don't really trust the Patriots because this team is kind of all over the place. I had no clue what Patriots team was going to show up today. Would it be, I knew Mac Jones was starting, but in terms of who are they going to be good? Are they going to be all over the place? Are they going to fall apart? And they did a little bit of all of that and still managed to win. But at the cost of Zach Wilson was absolutely abysmal. He fell apart. And if it wasn't for the, I believe it was the penalty that was called on the touchdown that the Jets did not get, not roughing the passer. It was something else. Um, No, it was roughing the passer on the pick six. It was roughing the passer. Yes. Yeah, that was an egregious call. Not for that. That turned the whole thing around. And I don't know if the Patriots would have won. Score wise, no. maybe, but but the the mood and tenor of the game wise, no way. Mac Jones got yep. so lucky. The Patriots got so lucky, and even at halftime, they were saying at the halftime show, "Are they going to play Zappy?" That conversation is never going to end. If Mac Jones keeps playing like this, it's going to be, "Are we going to see Zappy in this game? Is Mac Jones going to play this whole game?" And I think that quarterback conversation is always going to be there this season because Mac Jones has not played well. I, it was so funny on Twitter today. I kept seeing people, I said, put, put Zappy in kind of just to throw out a bomb and see how, how people react. Cause I genuinely wanted to see Zappy cause I like him, but I saw a ton of people saying Mac stinks. Mac is not playing well. And a bunch of people saying, and replying to me saying Mac is doing fine. Mac is doing great. I have eyes. I can see that Mac Jones is not playing well. He is not. This is also goes back to New England fans are very spoiled. And even I was sitting there thinking, is this how it is for the majority of teams and and fans who watch teams in this league where the quarterbacks don't, there's not always that like, oh, the quarterback will figure it out. And both quarterbacks in a game don't play well. And like your quarterback doesn't play well and you don't know how he's going to do. It was a bizarre feeling where, even Brady has been gone for a while, but this was the first time when I was like, oh, this is really bad. This is the, if the Patriots, they won today, but by the grace of God, they won today. So I would be hesitant to take the Patriots still going forward. I, cause you don't know what team's going to show up. The Jets disappointed me, disappointed me greatly today. Zach Wilson, disappointment. We all thought because of the MILF narrative, okay, Zach Wilson's a good quarterback because of that. He had sex with his mom's friend and always a good quarterback. No. That's a trickery. And uh, yeah, I, um, I'm very disappointed in the Jets' performance today and in Zach Wilson. <laughs> I feel like we should pull that <sighs> and it'd just be Lucy saying, we thought Zach Wilson was going to be great because he had sex with his mom's friend. And like, that's the analysis. There's no, yep. hey, yards per attempt and completion nope. percentage. Nope. And he's this with this amount of time in the pocket. It's just dialed in. He had sex with his friend, his mom's friend, and we thought he'd be good. That's that's top notch right optics. there. I, I will add, yep. I was disappointed. Uh, I wasn't heavy on this game. I kind of felt there's a real vibe sometimes when you, when you get to, and I know that's also not great analysis, but sometimes there's lines no, that vibes. leave yep. you scratching your head in, in Vegas, right? And New England going into New York as a three point favorite. I was like, oh, that's a little fishy. Like, I, I, I kind of want to lean New England there because, like, why are they favored by three? Mac Jones isn't spectacular. I still maintain the pick six was 
the game changer because if they don't call that a slight push of a quarterback, if they don't call that, you know, the Jets are up 17-3 at that point and you're feeling incredibly different about that game and maybe the outcome is different. But that being said, like that doesn't excuse Zach Wilson for looking as bad as he did. You can't throw three picks. He had one pick where he was trying to throw it away and it just drifted on the sidelines and boom, there you go. There's an easy pick for him. I, I just I don't know what you do. The Jets clearly have a roster that's made to win. They've drafted extremely well. They, they got a loaded defense, and they play a team with not great quarterback play, and and they they're not really close. Like that that score doesn't indicate the difference between those two teams. It was twenty two to ten until the very end with a garbage touchdown. And so I don't know. I, I think if Geno Smith, Josh Allen. You know, for some with Matthew Stafford not seeing him in Detroit, like there are quarterbacks all over this league that are making you maybe second guess how quickly you announce a quarterback is or is not a franchise guy. And today, I you pulled Jets fans, Lucy. What would you say? Ninety-eight plus percent would probably say Zach Wilson's not a franchise quarterback based on what they've seen. But I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can say definitively. I think he's not. Because we've seen quarterbacks get with like Jared Goff was horrendous his rookie year. Go look up the stats for Jared Goff's rookie year, and then look what they did with Sean McVay. And so it's like yeah. I don't know if I can definitively say through 18 games as a starting quarterback, 18, that Zach Wilson is not the guy, but it certainly is not looking good right now at all. No, he was pretty bad. And I did not think going into this game that Zach Wilson would be the worst quarterback in this game. I did. I thought maybe Mac Jones isn't fully ready. They said he's fully ready. But then they said this week he had numbness in his toes. So you don't know. They th- Anything can be thrown out there. Okay, so uh, Mac Jones woke up this morning with an ankle issue. You just never know. So, but going into it, I thought, okay, at least, you know, the Jets are surprising. The Jets are a good team. The Jets are not a good team. The Jets couldn't beat the Patriots, who are, I mean, I don't, I see, this is the thing. The Patriots. You don't think no the identity. Jets are a good team, or is it just quarterback play? A quarterback play, sure. But, I mean, that's the center of all of it. So, going forward, are they going, are they going to keep winning games now? I don't know. It's, I mean, nobody really knows. But, like, Zach Wilson looked really bad today. Looked really disappointing. And the Patriots coming into this game, you have no clue, no identity with this team. I don't know about behind the scenes, cohesion-wise, what Mac, mm-hmm. where Mac Jones's head is because Bailey Zappi is now in the back of his mind always. And if if he throw, you know, pick six, okay, are they going to bring Zappi in? Is that I mean, unless he has been assured that he is the guy, one hundred percent, we're not playing Zappi under any circumstances because behind the scenes. From what I have been hearing, it's kind of a mess in Foxborough right now. So hearing that and knowing the, what happened last week, going into this game, I was like, Jets. All the way, the, the Jets are going to maybe roll right over the Patriots because I don't know what state they're in. But no, that was not the case because Zach Wilson stinks. And that was it was just really, uh, it was a tough thing to watch. Yeah. Especially after that was overturned because I was like, okay, my bet. My bet is, is going to cash in. This is going to be great. No. The gods of football were not shining upon the Jets or their bets today because that was really, really tough. Yeah, I'd imagine New York Sports Radio tomorrow is going to be lit up. I mean, the Giants lost two to the Seahawks, but at least you lose to a team that's having like a really good year and Geno's kind of a a storyline in the NFL. You can excuse that, right? It's like East Coast, West Coast trip, a hostile environment, rainy kind of conditions. The Jets, I mean, 
I don't know. I think if you look at it, that's why I, I kind of push back on the roster thing. I think I think the Jets are a better team. I just think they're being held back by their quarterback. And so I'd imagine New York Sports mm-hmm. Radio tomorrow, Lucy, is going to be lighting up with, uh, hey, yeah. let's go to uh, Vinny in the South mm-hmm. Bronx. What do you think, Vinny, about Zach Wilson? He's a bomb. We're going to get a lot of that kind of talk. Jets next two games at, at home against yeah. Buffalo and then at Patriots, two teams that, I mean, the Patriots kind of own them, so I'm not going to assume that's a win. And then Buffalo is just bludgeoning the NFL right now. And so I, I, is... it might be two, three straight games in a row that the Jets lose. Uh, let's get to our flux capacitor. Um, I'll ask you this. Do you have a bet, a futures bet, that you're kind of eyeing right now? I got one that I, I took yeah. from somebody on our network. But I really liked it when he said it, and I'm even, I feel even better about it right now. Where would you go right now, Flex Capacitor? Where's a bet out there in sports? Yes. Yeah, so if you can get this, I got this at plus 700. It's a World Series futures bet. Alex Bregman for World Series MVP. Ooh, I think the Astros I will like win the that. World Series. Yes. Okay. Yes. Alex yeah. Bregman is the guy. So I think mm-hmm. they will win the World Series. But I, if, if and when they do. I think he will be the MVP. He has six total bases in the past two games, four in the last game and game two, including a home run, which the Astros, of course, won, and to tie up the series. He had a double in game one. His bat is on fire, and I think it will continue to be throughout this series, which we both believe will go seven games. And I think Alex Bregman can really stand the test of these seven games and keep putting up these numbers. And his contributions, I think, will continue. So right now, if, if it were to end in four games, if it were to end today, I think Alex Bregman should be the MVP if the Astros win. I really like that bet, and it's better analysis on that than saying Zach Wilson had sex with his mom's friend, and so he the vibes he are good. Good. We need the vibes a, yeah, are good. We need a dating an Alex Bregman dating report, please, before yeah. I like finally finalize this bet. <laughs> uh, okay, that's a good bet. I actually really like that one. I might actually lock that in on my own. Your your baseball props were really good this year. I'm going to go to the National Football League and give you one. I got this from Zach. This is from Vegas Insider. Uh, it's Comeback Player of the Year in the NFL. Now, I admittedly got this from Ken Barkley, Lockie Lockerson from uh, You Better You Bet. He made this point on my radio show on Thursday. Geno Smith taking on Saquon Barkley, who going into the day was an overwhelming minus 225 as the favorite, right? That's pretty heavy favorite for that category. And I will say right now, Geno Smith got the winning end of that. He's plus 450. I like Geno Smith. The Seahawks might not beat the Niners for the division, but if Geno gets the Seahawks to the playoffs in a quarterback-driven league with great stats, plus 450 value. I like Geno Smith uh, as NFL Comeback Player of the Year. I like those odds. I like that one. That's a great value there through the roof. Yep. There you go. All right, that's going to do it for us. It always flies by. Lucy Burge is on Twitter, at Lucille Burge, and on Instagram. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next Sunday. Enjoy the World Series and all the football throughout the week. Uh, Here, back to the futures on the BetQL Network. Back to the futures. We'll be back with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. (laughs) 